We learned in the Maimon Zayis Chanukah Sam is Be'ach, and we're up to page Chavtas in the beginning of the page. So we've been learning about the fact that certain Malachim have a rash godel. They have a great noise in terms of their serving Hashem when they recognize that Hashem is completely beyond their comprehension, and yet they yearn to connect to Him. And we, who have a Nefesh Abhamis that comes from those Neshamas, from those Malachim, excuse me, can achieve a similar level of rash of yearning to cleave to Hashem. So the Altar says, through this rash, through this noise and this yearning, we bring about Kamayim upon the Panam came Leva Adam La Adam. Like water is to a face, so is the heart of man to man. The man to the man is referring to Hashem who's on the chair, Adam Sha'al, the Musa the level of Hashem in Atzilus. That mirrors the, the Muskamaya Adam of the Malachim who are carrying the chair. Even though there are four groups of Malachim, and the Pasuk says that only one of them has the face of man, nevertheless, the Pasuk also says that that the face of all of them have the face of man, which means, Altab explains, that the Pnimius of all of them is man. The purpose of all of the Malachim is for the purpose of their giving the Shefa of Hashem down into this world. So their Pnimius is man. And the way the Malachim serve Hashem with this Rash, and similarly the way we serve Hashem with our Nefesh Bahamas, which comes from this Malachim, which the Pnimius of the Nefesh Bahamas is also Adam, because the Pnimius of the Nefesh Bahamas is really the Nefesh HaSiklis, the intellectual soul. So when we serve Hashem with this Rash, we bring about a similar response from Hashem that a hisoyrus comes down to us from Hashem in a way that was similar to our awakening to serve Hashem. It's explained elsewhere on the Pasuk in Yechaskel, in describing these malachim, that ufneim v'chanfeim prudois melmaila, the Pasuk, Pasuk Yud Aleph of the first pack of Yechaskel says, their face and their wings are separated above. And the Altarb explains elsewhere that Ufnehem is a Zokev Gadol, which means it's not part of the next phrase. Ufnehem means, and their faces. The Chanfeim Prudus, only their wings are separate. Meaning to say that the Malachim are really in a state of Achtos, because as we said, they, their Pneumius is man. So what is this Iserusit What is this response that Hashem gives us after we have the Raj Gadol, it's similar to what it says about Karbonas. The Karbonas were to sacrifice the fats and the blood of the animals on the Mizbeach, and this represented an elevation of the Nefesh Bahamas, which comes from those uh, Malachim that are related to these animals. And when they would bring the physical fire on the Mizbeach and burn these Karbonas, a fire from heaven would come down, came down in the, name of, in the days of Shlema HaMelech, in the image of a lion, and it would include that fire from below and the fire from above. And similarly, when we dive in and we lift up our Nefesh Bahamas to Hashem, so we have the halah, we have the uplifting of the Nefesh Bahamas, and then the Hamshach Hashem comes down, so to speak, and gives us a gilui, 
an inspiration that comes corresponding to our avoider down here. This is called the achilas mezbeach, the consumption of the mezbeach. The Zohar says that Michoel Koyen Godel stands on the mezbeach in Shemayim and sacrifices the neshamas that are there. So, what does this mean? That means that we are elevated to become one within Hashem. And it's with the help of Michal, who brings us in to be included in Atzilus. Just like the Nefesh Bahamas is included in Hashem through the physical carbon and through the avoid of davening, so to the Nefesh Lakis as well, as it says in the Zohar about Malach Michal. The Zohar is also quoted in the last Toysus of Masechta Menachas. Now, this is all called Achila. Like it says in the Gemara, Bashte Achila Sakosim Medaber, that the Pasuk, when it says, Hey, Ochel Ye Ochel, is speaking about two sorts of Achila the Achila of a person and the Achila of the Mizbeach. Just like when a person eats, the food becomes part of them. So too, the Mizbeach is elevating to Hashem from this physical world, which, so to speak, is elevated to Hashem and becomes part of Hashem into Atzilus. This is all the concept of the carbon, and that's panemius. That's an internal level of elevating ourselves to Hashem and receiving a responsive revelation from Hashem. But there's another level, which is makif, and this is related to the katoiras. The katoiras was a smell. A smell does not get digested. The neshama enjoys the smell, but not the body, because it doesn't actually enter the body and become part of it. It affects it in a general way, which is what we call makif. We also see that the smell is higher than the food that we eat because physically the nose is higher than the mouth. Also, the inner mezbeach represents, uh, is where they brought the kataris. The outer mezbeach is where they brought the karbonas. So the inner mezbeach represents serving Hashem in the pnimiyas alev, in the inner part of the heart. And the outer mezbeach is serving Hashem in the chitsonias alev. So we see that that is a higher level. The Ketoyos was never brought generally on the Adam Mizbeach, only on the inner Mizbeach. This was a special exception that Hashem made for the Nesim. It was the Hayra's Shah was an exception that they brought Karbonas on the Adam Mizbeach. And the reason, uh, sorry, excuse me, they brought Ketoyos on the Adam Mizbeach. What was the purpose of this? <coughs> Because this was a Chanukah Samizbeach. The word Chanukah is from the Lashon of Chinuch. Like it says, Chanukh Lenar Alpidaka, educate a child according to his way. So when you educate a child, you bring them in, you make them a sitter party, a chumish party, a siyum, you make them excited, you give them extra presence so that they should be excited in the beginning of their learning. Once they're into it already, um, they don't need it because they're already doing it on a regular basis. But when they start something new, you need to give them something extra to get them excited, like a present, for example. This is because of the concept of the kasha is all beginnings are difficult. And therefore, we need an extra chinuch, something extra in the beginning to get it off the ground. Similar to this in the chapter 29 of Tehillim, when it talks about the Zion koilus, and so on. 
So those seven correspond to the seven midos. Kol Hashem Alamayim is Chesed, Kol Hashem Bakoyach is Gevura, and uh, all of the seven are represented there in that Pasuk. And the Koil Hashem is referring to the Hamshacha, the coming down, because the Koil is expressing yourself. So it's the coming down of the energy into the seven midos. And this is a hamshacha. This comes down from the hidden world to the revealed world. So that Hashem is revealed within those midos. Similar to what we see in the menorah of Zechariah, where there are seven pipes that pour oil into the seven branches of the menorah. And it's called Koil Hashem, because every hamshacha happens through the concept of Yudke Vavke, which is the Tzimtzum, the Hispashas, and so on, in order for Hashem to be revealed. But this all starts off with Havul Hashem Kavayid First, it has to have Kavayid. Kavayid refers to a general revelation, a concept of Makif, a revelation that's beyond a specific revelation that can be comprehended, which is what the seven koilas represent. So this is similar to what we have by a chasana. When a chasana and a kala get married, there is a new unification. The word chasana means chavoistaga, he's lowering himself, he represents the higher spiritual energy. And the kala is from the Lushan kol sanafshi, her soul is yearning because she's pining to receive from that higher spiritual level. And uh, Alta doesn't explain it here, but we know the chasna represents Zah, the Kala represents Malchus. We're trying to bring together these disparate levels and bring a new unification between them. We have to have a makif kind of revelation in order to make that yichud pnimi happen, in order to make that connection in an internal way. We first need a general makif, a general revelation that's beyond both of them. And that's the concept of the chuppah, and that's the concept of giving, giving presence to the chasana and the kala and so on. This is why the Nesim brought in the beginning of the Chanukah Samizbeach presents. They brought plates and they brought bowls and golden spoons and so on. Normally when a person brings a minchas dava, a gift of a flower offering, they could even bring it in a wicker basket. Now, the Rebbe points out in the footnotes that actually you're not allowed to bring it in a wicker basket. It's not respectful. But nevertheless, that's only Midar Abono. Midar you could bring it in a wicker basket. But the Nasiyim, they brought it in these fancy kalim, which they donated to the Reis Migdash. Because they were doing it in a way of makif, an extra present to honor Hashem. This is why they brought the Ketayras and the Adam as Beach. This is something that never, ever happened before or after. Normally in the Adam Mizbech, there was only the Karbanos of the Tamid, which is not representing Makif of the Ketiris. But because this was the beginning, so just like when you begin the Chinuch of a child, give them an extra present, so to in the Adam Mizbech, to get the energy, so to speak, of the Mizbech in its full strength, they started with the Ketiris. And afterwards, they continued with the regular Karbanos. This is the concept of the chinuch of the Mizbech. Now, however, in order for the Keturus to be effective on the Adam Mizbech, first there had to be a Shemen HaMishcha. Shemen HaMishcha represents 
a bridge between the Pnimi and the Makif. Remember, the Adam is Bech represents the Pnimi, the Inner is Bech is the Makif, the Keturus is the Makif, and here we're bringing the Keturus, the belong and the inner one on the outer one. So in order to prepare the Adam is Bech for that level, which is normally beyond it, there had to be the Shemana Mishcha, which is a combination of the Makif and the Pnimi. How so? Because the Shemana Mishcha's the anointing oil is made of liquid oil, and that is pnimi, something that can be consumed in an inner way. But it was mixed in with the spices, mardrar, kinmenbesim, and so on. And those are good-smelling items, which are not normally consumed. So that is a mix of the makif and the pnimi. And this anointing oil was therefore able to prepare the adamas beach for the kteras that was brought on it. Now, this is why it says, in the beginning of the Maimur, we discussed that the Pasuk says that this is the Chanukah on the day it was anointed. And then another Pasuk says, after it was anointed. So now we're starting to understand it that this whole concept is the Chinuch on the Mizbeach, and then the regular Korbanis after that Chinuch. So when it comes to the Ketoyres, and the when it comes to the Ketoyres and the Kairos and the presence, that's the concept of on the day of the Mashiach. Because the Mashiach represents the unification of the Makif and the Pnimi, and this was the Makif. So it's Mamish connected to that Mashiach. On the other hand, the Karbanos, which were also brought by the Nesim, but they were representing the Pnimi, that's Acharei That comes conceptually after the Mashiach, which was a, pre- a preparation for the ongoing Pnimi kind of revelation on the Mizbeach. <coughs> this will explain what it says in the Medish Rabbah in Parshas Nasai, that one Pasuk says, And how do we understand that when only one Nasi brought on the first day. So why does it say that all 12 were brought by Masha So it says if, the Medrash says it says if it all was brought on the Yem Rishon and Yem Achor. So now we can understand that as far as the Ketoyres, it's considered as if it was all brought by Yem Rishon because it's connected to the Mashiach. As far as the Karbonus, it's as if it was brought on the Yem Achor, meaning to say after the Mashiach because conceptually it comes after the Mashiach. Okay, now we're going to have a small beer that explains further this concept of the Chanukah Samizbeach. So it says in the Zoyar that the Shem and Mishcha is from Moichin Sima, the internal aspect of Hashem's intellect. And the Reach, the smell, is from the level of Gvura of Atik Yoimen, that is Melubash, that is enclosed in the Moichin Sima. It's explained in Tanya, <clears throat> that it's through the elevation from below of the Karbanos that we bring onto the Mizbeach a revelation of Mayim Dukhim, of Asusha from Hashem, from the Adam Shalakisei, the, the, the image of, a, of the man on the chair, which is referring to the level of Atzilus. That's the regular Karbanos, that we do the avoida of the Karbanos to bring about that corresponding revelation from Hashem, from Atzimus. However, the Ketoyres reaches a higher level, 
It's a smell that reaches to the chotem of Atik, the nose of Atik, so to speak. It's a halos man, it's an elevation from below to the level of makif, the level of hamelach amirim levadeh, hamesnasim yimais oilom. The Shemana Mishcha specifically was actually a mix of the Makif and the Pnimi, like we said, like it says in the Pasuk, like the good oil that comes down onto the beer, comes down to the Midas. Meaning to say that even though it, it starts in the Makif, but it comes into the Pnimi. We have a similar concept of the Makif relating to the Pnimi when it comes to the seventh heaven, which is called Aravos. And the part that says the reason it's called Aravos is because it's a mixture. The word Aravos is the same word as Ta'aruvis. It's a mixture of Chesed and Gevur. So because it's such a high level of Makkah, it's able to bring those two different levels together. <clears throat> this is the concept of the Makif coming into the Pneumi. There's the concept of the Chohashem Hagdullah Vahagvur. When this level is, uh, level is revealed, then the levels of Gedula and Gevur, so to speak, are all lecha, they're all in a state of bittel to Hashem. <clears throat> this also relates to what it says about B'nai Gershon, that they combined the levels of Chesed and Gevur together. The Tzemach Tzedek here quotes a beer of Reb Pinchas Halevi, Horowitz, who was the Rav of Frankfurt the Main, and he was a student of the Rav Magid. He wrote a Sefer Panam Yafos. And in that Sefer, he explains Memulach Tahar Kodesh, which is referring to the Shavana Mishra. And he quotes the Targum that says, Memulach Tahar Kodesh is Ma'arev Dachi Kudja a mix of Tahara and Kedusha. And now he explains, because Chachma is called Kodesh, and Bina is called Tahar, and the two are trained, reigned, limbed, and Kabbalistically speaking, those two are not to be separated. And the Shemana Mishra represents the combination of those two. So this is the concept of the Makif and the Pnimi being mixed in the Shemana Mishra, like we said, it's the concept of the Tohar and the Kodesh, the Chachma and the Bina. <clears throat> okay, so now that is the end of the Maimar at the end of Parshas Nasai. Now we're going to begin the first Maimar Parshas Baha Aloysha. <coughs> When you will bring up the candles opposite the front of the menorah, the seven candles will shine. Now, this menorah is explained in the vision of Zechariah, which we read in the Haftorah of Baha'u'llah and of Hanukkah, for that matter. And Zechariah Novi says, Behold, I saw a menorah made of gold. And, and I said to Hashem, what are these, my master? He said to him, This is the word of Hashem to Zerubah. The way the explains this Pasuk is that the Menorah is the Dvar Hashem. When the, when the Malach says to Zechariah, 
he's, he's answering his question about what are these? What is the Menorah? The answer is, the Menorah is the Dvar Hashem. The Dvar Hashem being the source of the Jewish Neshamas. Like it says, you, you blew them in me. So the Dvar Hashem represents the level of Malchus, the level from which the Jewish Neshamas come. And that is actually one and the same as the level of the Menorah. And it's Zedra Hashem El Zerubavel. This is the word of Hashem to Zerubavel, to the Jewish people who are Zerubavel. The Menorah represents the spiritual source of the Jewish people who are called Zerubavel. Why are they called Zerubavel? At that time, they were planted in Bavel. They were in Golos, and they were planted in, in Bavel, right? Just like you plant something in order to get back the returns. So Hashem planted us in Golos, specifically Bavel at that time, so that we should grow and flourish there. The reason that the leader of the Jewish people at that time was called Zerubbabel is because that was the character of the Jewish people as a whole at that time. So going back to the Pasuk, Zedvar Hashem on Zerubbabel, the Menorah is Zedvar Hashem because the, the Menorah holds the lamps and the lamps are the Jewish Neshamas. Like the Pasuk says, Neh Hashem Nishmas Adam and each individual Neshama is called a Neh and the Jewish people as a whole are called a Menorah. Just like the Jewish people have seven types within them, so to the Menorah had seven branches. What are the seven types? Some serve Hashem with love, like water. That's relating to Chesed. Some serve Hashem with fiery love. That's Gevura. Some serve Hashem with Torah, which is a mix of Chesed and Gevura. Some serve Hashem with Nitzachan. Their path is to overcome and fight in their service of Hashem to turn away from bad and to do good. Some serve Hashem through Hodoya, through submitting to Hashem's will. And some through, serve Hashem through His Nasus. Like it says, all Jewish people are the B'nai Malachim. Like, a person who feels uplifted in the serving Hashem. That's Malchus. And some with humility. That's also related to Malchus. The Rebbe points out in the footnotes that the Alter Rebbe here leaves out Yesoid, that Semach Tzedek and Amaymer does discuss Yesoid and says that it's a person who serves Hashem through his kashrus, through a feeling of connection to Hashem. It seems that it was left out by a mistake of the printers. So this was all about the menorah, which represents the Jewish neshamas. Seven branches represent the different types of Jewish people and the different ways of serving Hashem. Aaron was the one who lit these lamps because Aaron was one of the seven shepherds. We need to say just like the shepherd feeds the flocks, Spiritually, Aaron fed the Jewish people with chayas and alikos, energy and godliness. And he brought them to love Hashem, to increase their flaming fire for Hashem. Like a physical fire that flames upwards, so too the love from Hashem should come up from the depth of their hearts. Now, in order to understand this, we first have to understand the difference between Aaron and Avram Avinu. 
Avram Avinu also represented serving Hashem with love. It says about Avram that he was He was constantly traveling south, meaning to say that he was going from level to level until he reached the level of Negba, which is love of Hashem, to cleave to him with yearning. And we similarly try to achieve this same level when we daven. We say Baruch Sha'amar, and then we say the Pesukah Bezimra, and then we get to Ve'ahavta and Kriyashma. What do we mean when we say Ve'ahavta? We don't mean a command to love Hashem, because we have naturally a love for Hashem in our hearts. It's definitely hidden within every Jewish person's heart. And therefore, Ve'ahavta doesn't mean to love. It means to desire. If a person has the right desires, then he will have the right midos as well. The driving engine behind a person's midos, a person's midos, is what they want. It's the person's desires that leads their midos. A person might have pleasure in something, naturally. But if he decides that he doesn't want it for whatever reason, he will not enjoy it. So too, on the contrary, something that naturally causes him pain and suffering, if he wants it, he will enjoy it. A person who is, for example, exercising, even if it's painful, but because it's what they want at that time, they will enjoy it. So we see that the midas really depend on the rotsam, on the person's will. That is the inner core of the midas. And that's why it's a mitzvah for us to transform our desire from other things to serve Hashem. We should have no other desire in the heavens and in the earth other than Hashem. Like it says, How do we come to this level when we first say, We think about, we take to heart, Hashem is one, meaning to say, that in the physical and spiritual Shemayim and Eretz, which represent the six directions, the world of separation, all of that is unified to Hashem and is nullified to Hashem and is nothing in front of Him. The level that is higher than Shemayim and Eretz, higher than Ishtal Shalos, we don't call that Echad. Even the level of Havaya and Alekeinu, which is the source of Ishtal Shalos, from which Hashem gives life to the entire chain of worlds every day, the level of train the level of Chachma and Bina, and so on. We do not include that in the Seder of Ishtashalos, which is the six directions, physical and spiritual. We don't say Echad about that level, because on that level, there's only Hashem. It's specifically once we come to a world of separation, where we have the six directions, physical and and the corresponding spiritual levels, where there seems to be separation, nevertheless we say even there Hashem is echad within them, because they too are nullified to Hashem. The six spiritual levels are l'cha Hashem, agdula, and so on, and they correspond to the six physical levels, the four directions, and up and down. And all of this is included within Hashem, like it says, hinei mokem iti, that the world itself, the place of the world itself, is nullified to Hashem. And it has no sustenance, no existence of its own at all. 
Its only reason for existing is because Hashem gives it existence. That's what we say after Echad Baruch Shem because the whole concept of this Echad, of this level, where we have Echad, comes from the level of Malchus. Malchus is the source of space and time. Like it says, Malchus Malchus your kingship is the kingship of all of the worlds. Your dominion in every generation. So it's Malchus is the source of the worlds, the, the space of the worlds, and Dervadar, the time of the worlds, the generations. All of this is only a hispastus, because it's from the level of Malchus, it's only something external. And it's like a name compared to Hashem. When a person thinks deeply about this, he'll want nothing other than Hashem himself. He'll say, Mili what is to me in heavens, even in the spiritual pleasures and delights? I have no interest. And certainly not in the physical delights. Because all of these are related to time and space. Anything that a person can comprehend in this physical world is related to time and space. And a person wants, and he pines, and he yearns for the level of Hashem that's beyond the world, the source of my heart, to be totally nullified to Hashem and cleaving to Him. So this is all the level of Avram Avinu. And we have to also explain what is the level of Aaron and why specifically Aaron was the one who lit the menorah.